All right. Welcome back to From A to Xenon, a podcast that still exists. <laughs> I'm Jahan. And I'm Avery. We, Jahan, went on a unannounced hiatus. We just, you know. It's, I'm what very, happened? very. I, all I can say is I'm very, very tired and have more time than usual because I'm unemployed. So it's probably depression. Onwards. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Well, you know. <laughs> For me, it was a job change, life yeah, change. Lots going life. on all around. Uh, Adam <laughs> moved across the country. Avery, you changed jobs, as you said. Yeah. I often switched from my bed to my couch. <laughs> Help. <laughs> but you know what will reinvigorate me with the force of many monks? <laughs> <laughs> Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior, the movie we're about to talk about. <laughs> hey, love that segue. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, perhaps not my cleanest, but I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, I guess let's get into it. I had not seen this movie since it was on tele- uh, released like on Disney Channel. I think same. I don't think I've seen this movie in- since 2006 when it premiered. <laughs> But I definitely did watch it at the time because they advertised the hell out of it and I would have followed Brenda Song off a cliff. I will still follow Brenda Song off a cliff. Um, So immediately uh, we meet Shen, a monk who is a little bit of a prankster for a monk. He's having a little bit too much fun. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And he is given a box with four animal figurines and... His master sends him on his way, although he's not totally sure he's committed enough to take on this task. What is his task? The task is that the evil Yan Lo has awakened. This evil spirit thing awakens every 90 years. And so Shen is tasked with, you know, finding the warrior who can defeat Yan Lo. Amazing. Um, and luckily, there's a scroll with a gorgeous drawing of the warrior. And what would you know? That's a picture of Brenda Song. <laughs> I want the scroll with a picture of Brenda Song. <laughs> Listen, we all want that hanging in our bedrooms. Uh, so, but yeah. Let me talk to Disney Channel merchandising. <laughs> I have a big idea. <laughs> um, Listen, so Shen's got to go west. He's got to go to Fair Spring, California. He says, I won't let you down, Master. And then the Master goes, it may not be you who lets us down. <laughs> what the heck does that mean? <laughs> well, we know immediately what that means because we transition from the drawing of Wendy to the drawing Wendy is doing in class, which is a much uglier self-portrait. And I do want to take a note that she is apparently very bad at drawing herself in the first scene of the movie because that will come up later. <laughs> Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but she's drawing a crown on herself because she's focused on becoming homecoming queen Yep. not focused on her world history class it's not right yeah (laughs) Mr. Medina asks her a question about the mountain ranges in China and she doesn't even seem to know or care but luckily she gets saved by the bell from answering and she's like I'll tell you tomorrow (laughs) she is perhaps not the best student um, meanwhile, Shen is trying to get from Fair Springs Airport to Wendy. 
Um, he tries hitchhiking, nobody's picking him up. And then I do think one of the um, things this movie does best is when they do sight gags <laughs> with, with Shen the monk. <laughs> I'll say that much. They have him meditating on top of a van that's speeding and we just watch him go travel that way. And I think that is one, very funny as a visual. And then two, we get to see a bug uh, splat onto his face. Also very funny to me. Yep, yep, yep. That, meanwhile, cinema. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was gonna say, meanwhile, back at school, mm-hmm. or back in high school, uh, Wendy's BFF Lisa is crying over a guy because she's like, oh, I loved him. And everyone's like, oh, I wish I had your life, Wendy. Your boyfriend is perfect and you are definitely gonna win Homecoming Queen. Uh, perfect boyfriend Austin comes and immediately sits next to her on cue. How would you describe Austin, Jahan? A beautiful young gay man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe, but like also like I guess what 2006 would have called a cool boy, right? Like a uh, an Aber American Eagle, but not American Eagle model, but not like actually one of those buff dudes, like the boy who shops all at American Eagle, you know? He's okay. he's he's not been hired by the corporation, but he's in the store, and you know he's been there before. Correct, correct, correct. <laughs> I can smell the cardboard <laughs> cologne smell on him right now. You know he's got like a striped polo. He's got the light wash jeans that are probably a little too shredded at the bottom. Um, he has really, I really loved his blonde hair. Honestly, it's very over the top. <laughs> and you know, he immediately sits down. He's gotten them some salads because he wants to. Did he say cut his triceps in time for homecoming? He did. He did say that. I would love to bring in the future when we have some mention of muscles like this. I'd love to bring Avery's brother Michael on to help Stop. us with this <laughs> because I need to know from a professional if you can cut simply one arm muscle by eating salads. But you know what? I don't need Michael here to tell you. You can't do that. <laughs> oh, help. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Uh, so as Austin comes sitting down, we see our nemesis, Jessica, and what is Jessica doing? Jessica's passing out Bath goods because she too is running for homecoming queen. And Wendy is pissed because she's like, anything anything I want to do, Jessica has to do too. Very annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wendy, Wendy sees her brother grabbing one of Jessica's cookies and immediately she throws her lipstick across the table. And I would say it was a Ninja Star-esque throw of the lipstick across the whole cafeteria, frankly. It's remarkable. Yes, yes. Something awoken and uh, has awoken in Wendy, perhaps. Yes, yes, yes. She throws that lipstick, and as her brother is holding the cookie in his hand, it immediately, she's managed to break it in half with mm-hmm. just a lipstick. <gasps> very ninja, very impressive. And Wendy is pissed because she's like, show some loyalty, Peter. That's her brother's name. You know, you shouldn't be taking cookies from Jessica. Sorry, Mm. go ahead. No, and then we see Austin immediately also taking a cookie from Jessica. And Wendy's not into this. She starts complaining to her mom at the museum where her mom works. And her mom is stressed. She does not have time for Wendy. 
She's got to figure out Chinese history, which she's never given a shit about in her job at a museum until this project. <laughs> Things just didn't make sense here. Because I'm like, if you're a curator at the museum, like, isn't part of your job knowing the history of the stuff you're curating? But why did they give her that's the just big, me. Why did they give her the big <laughs> Chinese history exhibit if she knew them? You know, actually, they would do that. They would give the Chinese history exhibit to their one Chinese employee without asking if they knew anything about Chinese history. <laughs> oh dear lord. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it does not add up. Yeah, Mama Mama Wu is struggling. She's struggling because she's not qualified. <laughs> I don't know what she studied, but it wasn't this. <laughs> How did she end up in museum work? Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> meanwhile, uh, her mom inspires her by telling her to do her chores and feed her dog cupcake. And that inspires Wendy to make cupcakes to get votes because cupcakes better than cookies and i would agree with that actually i wouldn't i would agree that cupcakes are more exciting to a high school crowd than cookies but i prefer cookies your thoughts avery i'm an equal opportunist baker you know i love Mm -hmm. a good cookie actually i have to be in the mood for cupcakes so i'm gonna go I, i want i want cookies all the time but i have to be in the mood for cupcakes yes because when um when they made Cookie Monster sing, cookies are a sometimes food, that was a lie. And he was lying to the children of America. <laughs> cookies aren't always food. Cupcakes are a sometimes food. I also want to say in this scene, when she's complaining about Jessica to her mom, mm-hmm. uh, Wendy like knocks a vase and it's mm-hmm. about to fall. But she manages to like do this like fantastic kick and like kick a cardboard box and it saves the vase just before it falls. And that's another thing of like, where are these moves coming from? Something's going on. Yeah. Back at home, they are working on the cupcakes. Uh, Wendy has wrangled her dad into it and he is not thriving because, you know, he's an ad exec. He wasn't built for baking. He can write Mm -hmm. her a slogan, Wendy who? Wendy Wu for Homecoming Queen. He's a talent. (laughs) Um, Meanwhile, uh, Grandma's watching her Chinese soap operas and gives one of my favorite lines in the movie, which is the dad is like, I wish you'd watch American soap operas so we could all understand. And she says, I do. They're in Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) I just love that you and I have the same humor because I definitely highlighted that line. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and wrote it out. It just like it is the first time in the movie. Like the movie, I think overall very enjoyable. But that was the first line where I was like, "Oh, they they were having some fun with this." Like that line really felt good to me. <laughs> and I do mm-hmm. think the grandma really excelled in her deliveries at times. Yes, yes. yes. Um. All right. Back at the, back at the museum, something's up. Uh, and it's very confusing. <laughs> I don't know what the heck is going on, John. Why is like basic UPS coming through the front door to come to the security guard and be like, hey, there's a package. No box, mind you. Like, there's, it's not wrapped in a box. It's literally like the chest itself, which I was like, hmm. And then the security guard is like, huh. Must be for the Chinese thing they're doing here. 
Listen, he's about as qualified to curate this exhibit as Wendy's mom, apparently. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. But the box gets, or the chest gets delivered. He puts it on, on the desk and all of a sudden it begins to glow. I'm concerned. I'm concerned about everything. Not just the glowing box, but like, who's oh, no, no. these people? Well, yeah. How are, why are the deliveries being accepted by security at the front door of the museum and simply bare hands on the box? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so we see the, we see the box getting delivered. We see um, at some point Wendy's mom come and like see the mess that they've made. Uh, Grandma's like, I'm not picking, I'm not cleaning this up. Homecoming queen can pick this up. And then also we see Shen arrive to Wendy's house. Mm-hmm. How he got there, I don't know. How he knew the address, I don't know. But Wendy's done making cupcakes. Dad is like, I've helped you all I could help. Like, I'm done. He goes upstairs. Wendy has to clean up the mess by herself. Um, and this is when Shen, you know, casually just, you know, knocks on the door <laughs> and immediately goes in explaining that she is a reincarnation. I'm going to butcher this name really badly. Of Is it Maozen or I forgot. It, it's spelled that way and they say it kind of Maozen, right? Is that? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that she is a woman warrior born in the way dynasty sworn to defeat evil. <laughs> Wendy's like, I don't know what the heck this is going on. She thinks that he's crazy. She tries to close the door on him, but Shin's so fast that he like zooms straight in. And Wendy's like, what are you doing in my house? And he and Wendy do some like really great fighting at the front door. Mm-hmm. Um, and she like has the, has the broom and it's, ah, oh, it's beautiful. My girl's making moves. And, but she manages to kick him out. And she's like, mm-hmm. get out. Meanwhile, back at the museum. There is a green smoke, smoke special effect coming out of this box. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A security guard is investigating it. Don't worry, he's got pepper spray. It's teeny, he's ready to use it. Um, he fully sprays the pepper spray at the, the demon ghoul. <laughs> Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But it doesn't work. It takes over his body. And would you believe um, when Yan Lo's spirit takes over the body of the security guard at just that moment, Wendy's brother Peter delivers him a pizza with all mm-hmm, of the information mm-hmm. Yan Lo might need? So he gives a pizza to him and he is then taken over. Uh, because he can go straight home and take Yanlo to Wendy. Meanwhile. Yeah, it should be clear that this spirit does a lot of body jumping. Like, oh, yes. He, <laughs> Yanlo possesses a lot of characters in this movie. <laughs> it gets hard to track at times. <laughs> uh, so, Wendy's back home and she has just discovered something terrible. <laughs> she made all those cupcakes. Tell me how her nemesis Jessica is the guest weather person on the news. Why is this like 16 year old the guest weather person? And she's there with cupcakes saying, don't forget tomorrow you can get cupcakes if you and then vote for me for homecoming queen. Wild. Suddenly her Wendy, Wendy's homecoming cupcakes, useless, worthless, trash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And our girls made like 500 cupcakes, I should say. Like, she spent all night. Um, but she, you know, after the drama of seeing this, uh, this weather woman performance, falls asleep on the couch while Peter is returning home and something's not right with Peter. Shen is watching from a, atop the garage or somewhere, mm-hmm. I don't know. He is watching and he knows something is up. Mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. Um, he sees that Wendy is asleep on the couch and Peter is suddenly holding a green glowy ball and seems to be sucking Wendy's life force out. It's no good. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but I know it's not good. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, there's sometimes things left unexplained. <laughs> Anything to do with a glowy power in this movie, we can't help you with. <laughs> uh, Shen, however, can fly jump, I would say. He's not flying, he is jumping, leaping great bounds uh, mm-hmm. right into mm-hmm. gra- a sleeping grandma's room. How dare he? <laughs> 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 but we see him jump over sleeping grandma. I don't know why. Um, and he kicks the ball out of um, Peter's hands, evil Peter's hands. And what proceeds to happen is a completely or nearly silent fight scene, which is very funny because they don't want to wake up Wendy. I don't know why the bad guy's committed to not waking up Wendy, but it is very, like, it's extremely long, I would say, for a Disney Channel fight scene. Yes. It goes on a long time. Yes. But it's also, I I think when this movie thrives is when it leans into, like, the Disney Channel-ness of a martial arts scene, a movie, right? Like, I think it is a, like, I get, like, it's not a, like, full martial arts movie. It is a Disney mm-hmm. Channel martial arts movie. And I think that's when it's at its best, when it, mm-hmm. like, leans into the physical stuff. So this fight scene, yes, is good and it's exciting. And I do think it was, like, I remember all these behind-the-scenes things about, like, how Shen learned the, how they, like, trained them in the... Do you remember that? Like, I, all I saw on Disney Channel at this time was, like, behind-the-scenes stuff of, like, how they trained them. <laughs> um, which... Uh, I didn't pay attention to, but I do remember it airing. <laughs> but they they did so they did a lot. Um, and we're watching uh, like the green ball is kicked into the fish tank, and there. But like the scene is long, and it's at its best when like they almost knock over the cupcakes, and Shen saves them, or mm-hmm. like Peter reaches into the fish tank. This is awful, actually, <laughs> and pulls out two goldfish and throws them at Shen, who catches them to save their lives. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. why that happened, but I do think when you're like, it's never going to be like a full like crouching tiger hidden dragon fight scene. So you might as well go a little goofy with it. <laughs> um, he picks up the green ball again and is once again trying to get Wendy's life force. Um, but Shen kicks it again, disintegrates it this time and is able to win the fight by, oh, by not, uh, he also has a medallion that he mm-hmm. is holding up to Peter to try, I guess, to force the bad guy out of him. And he successfully does that. Where does the bad guy go? He goes into the dog Cupcake. That's a cute dog. <laughs> um, but yes, and Cupcake the dog is like, peace. 
<laughs> this family does not care about this dog. We've already gotten one joke about how uh, Wendy doesn't feed him. <laughs> and now we see this dog just go out the door with glowing green eyes and nobody ever notices he's missing. <laughs> um, um, Peter wakes up from his uh, possession and is like, I'm home? Cool. <laughs> this dumbass. <laughs> Never thinks like, how did I get from the museum to home? He just Why did I get paid for that pizza? Did I go back to work? <laughs> uh, Shen is silently hanging in the rafters, which I did think was a fun, like, uh, classic moment. Um, meanwhile, Wendy's mom, the next morning, is learning to love history. <laughs> and thank God she is, because it's her job. <laughs> I'm glad this woman is doing what's in the job description. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> she applied with lies on her resume. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, listen, I get it. Some of us need to be employed, but like, you can't lie a hundred percent. Like, <laughs> I have kids to feed. She said, <laughs> "My daughter is constantly making five hundred cupcakes and throwing them away." <laughs> you know what that costs. <laughs> help (laughs) my husband's really bad at advertising (laughs) wendy's mom is talking about how they're getting eight of the terracotta warriors you know there were six thousand made to protect the first emperor um and she was like but you know they didn't actually protect him they get possessed every 90 years by wan lo an evil spirit We've heard about this before. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, anyway, eight of them were sent by the Chinese government. <laughs> Who is running this museum? <laughs> I don't know. I don't uh, know. And they like the mom kind of like is like, I can't believe like we never cared about any of this growing up. And the dad does have a line. That I will say is the line that most stuck with me from this movie over the past like 17 years, and I don't know why. Maybe it's oh, because I, it's the first time I'd ever heard of the, the song. He was like, The most we cared about was everybody Wang Chung tonight. And I don't know why, but him saying everybody Wang Chung tonight is burned into my brain. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But that line does also, um, this probably isn't why I cared about it as a tween, but that line is, it does point to something really exciting about this movie, which is, this is super early to have second generation Asian immigrant storytelling. Like, how, like, in movies, the parents do know the culture, the parents do care about the culture, and this movie actually was about parents who grew up in the U.S. and didn't care about the culture, which you certainly are just i think we're seeing now in stories but Mm -hmm. barely saw in 2006 so that was very interesting and that might i don't think that's why the line stuck in my head (laughs) but Mm -hmm. but i do think it points to that um yes um but yeah so it was very interesting to have parent characters who were not connected to the culture because that was both very different from i think my personal experience and also very different from the typical disney channel standard where parents are like the bearers of culture. Yeah. All right. Wendy comes down. Her mom has a picture of the monks. None have hair. 
And she's like, Wendy's like, hey, don't monks have ponytails? No. Shen is in this picture. He used to be bald. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, anyway, Wendy ditches the cupcakes because she doesn't want them anymore. And and also, it should be noted that when she comes downstairs, she's annoyed because she's like, oh, Peter must have put this medallion on me while I was sleeping as a joke. But we all know it was really Shen. He put it on her to protect her. Yes. Um, so she leaves for school and Shen goes in to get the medallion she's left behind and runs into Grandma, who asks mm-hmm. him if her granddaughter is the warrior. Grandma mm-hmm. knows. And mm-hmm. he, um, he, he says she is and she asks him to protect her and he says, it is my destiny. Okay. <laughs> Go on, <laughs> Shen. <laughs> Shen tries to chase her down with the medallion but she actually has her friends drive off and she's like, I don't know him. I don't know what's going on. Hit it. <laughs> Hit the gas, Tori or Lisa, whichever one of you is driving, they are interchangeable to me. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could never tell who was who. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, but th- we yet again get another, incre- I think, wonderful gag scene with Shen where he hops onto a scooter and chases after them, which is fine. But when he holds onto the back of the car, they are just speeding with this young man attached to the back of the car. That's comedy, baby. <laughs> and then what they say after is, I say we act like that never happened. And they all agree. <laughs> you were chased by a young man. <laughs> we should talk about it. They said, it's a regular day at school. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, um, Jahan and I are still talking about when that lizard ate the worm like 12 yeah. years ago in high school. <laughs> Every, I wish it were only 12 years ago. Do the math. 12 years ago, we were already 18. <laughs> oh, help. <laughs> Wait, that was junior year? Was it 13, 14 years ago? Like 14, 15, yeah. <laughs> oh, help. Okay. <laughs> Um, (laughs) we go to soccer practice where, you know, Wendy is being a soccer star, but is a little distracted talking about homecoming and such and so forth. So Jessica steals the ball and scores. Now tell me why the coach says, way to go, Jessica. Saw you on TV last night. You're going to make a great homecoming queen. Bitch, you have to be impartial. (laughs) I know. I was sitting over here being like, why is this teacher picking favorites? What the mess is going on? Um, Yeah, did not like that. But then after that happens, uh, the coach is like, oh, Jessica, you be goalie. And like, you know, Wendy just be like a regular player. We got to talk about what happens here because I just I just want a position where everybody is. Shen is on the bleachers, like watching soccer practice. Nobody's going to report him. OK. Um, and Wendy is in front of the goal and Jessica's in, at is being goalie. Wendy does some incredible. This woman, I swear, was like 10 feet off the ground, does this beautiful spin 
and kicks the ball so hard that Jessica <laughs> goes flying like six feet into this goal. <laughs> right, right. It takes Jessica and the ball deep into the goal. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and also, it's not just at one spin. It's not like a single spin in the air. She's spinning for a while. It is kebab mode. She does like yes! ten different spins. I should be. I should note that like she is not even vertical. She's like horizontal when she's spinning and making this kick. And I'm like, what is happening? It's and not the only are... time we'll see that motion in this movie. <laughs> And her friends are like, whoa, like, where'd you learn how to do that? But everybody on the soccer team is like, oh, Jessica, are you okay? And Wendy's like, I think I'm making her more popular with, like, everything I do. What the mess? Um, um, Cupcake the dog, still on a mission. <laughs> yeah. Why is the dog Me- roaming the school? <laughs> and again, nobody gives a shit. I... DCOMs need more responsible authority figures. But anyway, the dog goes to the principal's office and passes Wan Lo on to the principal. Mm-hmm. Shen, mm-hmm. meanwhile, goes up to Wendy as if he hasn't chased her twice now and tries to get her to put on a medallion. And she said, this is an incredible line to me. She says, did you put that on me last night? How'd you get into my house? I think you're starting to creep me out. Girl, why is he just starting to? He was holding on to the car you were in this morning. <laughs> She's like, also, you can't be a monk. You're a liar because you have hair. <laughs> and he's like, I was allowed to grow up my hair so that I might fit in when I found you. <laughs> um, which is great, but they really didn't help him by not by sending him in the robe and the ponytail, as she points out. Um, he keeps saying, you know, it's my destiny to help you. Evil is near. And she says... There's a handful of lines in this movie that I think are like iconic written for a movie titled Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior lines where okay, they okay. where I think they lean into the fun of that in the scripting and it's this is one of them. The only evil I know is my history teacher and Jessica Dawson. Perfect. No notes. <laughs> yeah, they are the only evil you know. <laughs> um but Shen has no he's like but you have skills you can't explain. She and he's like that kick and she's like, yeah, that was a bicycle kick. And I know nothing about soccer, but I know that was not a bicycle kick. <laughs> yeah, no, Jessica, if you up 10 feet in the air, baby, that's not a bicycle kick. <laughs> he, he says your ancestors would have called it Dragon Whip's Tail. So she agrees to like talk to him because he is pointing out that things are a little weird. Um, and Shen tells her, you know, Hey, heads up, you're the reincarnated descendant of the yin warrior that's uh, destined to battle evil in the name of good. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so Shen tells her that she must follow in the steps of her ancestors. And Wendy asks what would happen if she doesn't fight. And he's like, ugh, locusts, rising oceans, fires, drought, darkness. And I'm sitting over here as he's listing them. I'm like, this is everything happening in 2023. Okay, yeah, tell me where the fuck Wendy Wu went. <laughs> Did she bail? <laughs> Wendy! Girl, come back! <laughs> Help us! <laughs> um, but yes. Every 90 years, the globe that Yan Lo... Is it Yan Lo or Wan Lo? Because I've said both now. I think it's Yan Lo. Um, he is imprisoned in a jade globe, and every 90 years, the globe weakens... And it's time again. He does hold, to prove it there, he holds up another scroll with an image of the Yin warrior. This one? 
Also looks like Wendy, but this time she's posed in a cool warrior pose. Another mm -hmm. one I'd love for my wall. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 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 Um But you know, our girl Wendy isn't having it having it. He's like, mm -hmm. Shen's like, yo, it's time to start your training. Like, I gotta get you ready. And instead, she ignores him and is like, I'm gonna go shopping with my friends. <laughs> I respect it. Love to go to the mall with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh but we don't see that. Instead, she's at home and her friends are like, wait, uh, they're on a phone call, a three-way phone call, and they're like how did you not know you had a cousin in China? So it turns out she's come up with a cover story. She's telling everyone the weird guy is her cousin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bold choice, I think. But okay. Um, and she said something like, if Jessica found out, she'd find some way to use it against me. I don't know why they're acting like having a cousin from another country is like a... A crime. <laughs> I think the presumption, and I had to make a little leap here, is that it's like the fact that he like dresses yes. not like a modern person, you know, and he's over here constantly talking about medallion and evil. It's like, oh, you're so right. Like, I know. You're I know. right. We haven't. I know. But the thing is, none of them have like seen him being weird other than her friends yet. But somehow Jessica does already know about him and gives a call and is like, I hear you have an interesting new friend in town. Jessica, where are you getting your information? <laughs> Listen, I don't And know. then she, so she gets a call from Jessica, hops over to that call. When she hops back to her call with her friends, they've come up with something brilliant, haven't they? They think they have a great idea. What if we, we write both? not get away with this in 2023, girls. <laughs> yes, Avery's correct. Because what they've come up with is, we'll write vote for Wendy on a bunch of chopsticks and get your cousin to hand them out at lunch tomorrow. And... They're like, this, isn't this a great idea? And Wendy thinks it's a bad idea, but only because it's engaging the cousin, not because of the other reasons. <laughs> hey, 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 what if we uh, lean into Orientalism? <laughs> I have some questions. Uh, meanwhile, Shen is still trying to get Wendy to uh, get on board. And she's like, look, I never agreed. Why don't you talk to Sarah Goldberg from my homeroom? She's got no life. I'm sure she'll come foo with you anytime you want. <laughs> Wendy is so silly. <laughs> but so Wendy's like st still sending him away, refusing the medallion. Grant and he's just like meditating outside her home. So grandma puts a blanket on him in the night and the med takes the medallion and puts it on Wendy who like throws it at Shen because she thinks he came into her room in the night and yet again, raises no flags. <laughs> Raise some flags. Back at school, Wendy tries to kiss her boyfriend Austin in front of everybody, but a teacher stops them because PDA is not allowed here. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Oh, he's just talking about some nonsense about his modeling agency because we need to remember that he is Beautiful face, head empty, no thoughts. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was also going to say, uh, we also see possession of the evil spirit move from the principal to, I believe it's Mr. Mendoza, the world history teacher, right? Medina, yeah. Medina, thank you, Medina. Yes. First of all, how is Jessica getting people's records? I don't know. But Jessica has found out that Wendy is disqualified from soccer and maybe homecoming 
because her grade in world history is below a C average. Jessica isn't just the one with that information, she's the one who gave the administrators that information to disqualify Wendy, which is so, one, so rude, and two, it's like, it's not even just that she found out she wasn't, she was on academic probation, she put her on academic probation. Um, but it turns out this is Shen's chance, because she, uh, he's like, I know, this unit is Chinese history, would you believe? So I can teach you that. And she's like, oh, great, great. You'll tutor me? He's like, I learned all of this at Temple. And she's like, well, school's got to be different from Temple. And he says, school and Temple are just places. The history of China is within. <laughs> she agrees to do the Kung Fu training in return for like learning the history she needs to learn. And also, while this has happened, I got to keep track for the listeners. Thus, evil spirit has moved from Mr. Medina to the custodian. I gotta tell you, I was at no point tracking him. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? <laughs> They're starting to do their kung fu training. And Shen goes, you don't do kung fu. Kung fu is a way of life. And there's a beat. And Wendy goes, did you get that out of a movie? And... Shen says it sounded better when Jackie Chan said it. And I did love that because you start to see Shen joking. And this is, I think, a slight problem with the movie, which is all of Shen's lines are either written very deadpan or as jokes. And I don't know that the actor always hits the tone right. <laughs> mm, which, like, sometimes means we're not getting the fun of the jokes because Shen is a bit of a prankster and he is silly, but you almost need to rely on um, Wendy's reactions to know that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. luckily... Mm-hmm. Brenda knows how to react because that is the first thing they teach you in the child actor school. (laughs) Um, But yes, uh, so we immediately jump into a training montage and it is very fun, I think. Um, Wendy is dancing when she's supposed to be doing the moves he's doing. She's following along, but like with a bag of chips in hand. She's or answering, answering her, her phone. phone. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, she's <laughs> like 10 feet up balancing on some sort of like gate or something. But she also answers her cell phone up there and falls off. He then kicks a can out of her hand and asks her to do the same. She just keeps kicking his shoulder. Very silly. But she's like, all right, we are doing all this training, but shouldn't we also do my tutoring? I'm not saying, you know, I'm dumb, but that's probably going to take longer. <laughs> And he's, he explains that he, as a yin warrior, she is connected to all of her ancestors and all of the history of China is within her. And she's like, ah, so I don't have to study? And he's like, well, you do. You just have to learn how to remember 1500 years of lessons. And <laughs> this is an odd exchange because she, he's like, you're going to have to meditate. And she's like, Oh no, that weird trance thing where you, you you do going yum. And he's like, it's ohm, not yum. And she is not on board. And he, he Shen has learned a lot about her very quickly because he says, too bad. You would have been a great yin warrior and a beautiful homecoming queen. Dang. Wow. <laughs> um, but weirdly, Wendy takes to meditating. Suddenly she's doing it everywhere. She's doing it at lunchtime at school, in front of the TV with her family. Her mom, or not her mom, her grandma is thrilled. And in history class before the test. 
And she comes running out after the test and says, I did it. I did it. I re-. Go ahead. Can I also say when she's meditating in these places, it's not just like in a chair. Like she's on no. top of her desk in history class. And I was like, ma'am, I get why everybody's staring at you because you're on top of a table. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bizarre. Like, it's not like she could have been meditating in her room when her family was watching TV. I think she was like on the kitchen counter. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Um, okay, a little bit of an exhibitionist. <laughs> um, uh, now tell me why she, we know she remember ev- remembered everything for to ace the test. Why didn't they show us that? We do all this time preparing for it. We don't see her, like, access her ancestors' memories? No. That would have been a great CGI Disney animation. <laughs> oh, yes. To be clear, there is gorgeous C- CGI throughout this whole movie. <laughs> Yeah, Some of the best yeah, yeah. ever. <laughs> um, she also, to ce- in, in celebration, kicks a can out of this guy Todd's hand. We'll never see Todd again, but he does get a can kicked out of his hand. <laughs> um, and Shen is excited too, because now that we've focused your mind, your training will come much easier. Meanwhile, Wendy's like, I'm a little behind, but I think I can catch up. And Shen's like, yes, you can catch up. But she's talking about homecoming queen. She's got to get, like, posters. She's got to start rallying the troops. Um, and Chen's like, what about your training? He's like, and she's like, I promised. But I didn't say when. I'll finish this poster. Uh, this summer. I'll finish this summer. Uh, Shen is not having it. Evil is very near. We must be ready. Now, at home, Wendy is drawing a homecoming poster. And I called this to attention because we saw that she couldn't draw herself for shit in the first scene of the movie. Why is this a gorgeous self-portrait? Has she also accessed 1,500 years of art school? I mean, she's got history within her, and she's just <laughs> feeling herself. I don't know. I was going to say, as she's drawing, Grandma tells her that it's time for dinner. She's like, okay, in a minute. Grandma throws towels on her is like on her drawing being like, you gotta eat now, which is a very Mm -hmm. grandma thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And Wendy asks her grandmother if she misses China. And her grandmother says, yes, that like, you know, every once in a while, like a smell or something will remind her of, you know, her time back in China. And she talks about how she misses her father's stories, especially ones about the warrior. Um, And so Wendy, you know, she's talking about the warrior story that, you know, that we've all heard by now three or four times. Uh, but she talks about the warrior story. And Wendy asks if she believes all of those stories. And she says, yes. And grandma reveals that her mother was a warrior. <gasps> and Wendy will be one, too. And then we see Shen come in and Wendy's like, oh, you knew? Like, it's all coming together. And so the family comes in at this time and they're like, who the heck is this kid? And so grandma's got to cover and explain (laughs) that, you know, this is her grandnephew who's visiting from China. And the dad, as they're sitting at the table for dinner, is like, you know, you could have told us, like, (laughs) you didn't say anything. Uh, Uh, They even ask... Oh, go ahead. Oh, another perfect grandma delivery because she goes, I thought I told you, or I meant to, or I'm just old. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. Uh, (laughs) They ask him how long is he going to stay, and he's like, oh, till I complete my mission. And they're like, what mission? And grandma's like, visiting. (laughs) 
his mission he's on a mission to visit us um yeah, yeah, yeah. there is a line in here that is wild to me because peter looks at shannon is like dad can i grow a ponytail peter has long hair why is this line in this movie <laughs> yeah i don't know just just get ahead the, the dad's like no that's silly sir your son has long hair <laughs> I don't know. um but yes shen is kind of shining in this environment right he's uh he sees that the mom is stressed about her exhibit, which is now next week. Girl, you have had weeks. Even Wendy has been making progress. How have you not been? Go to a library, crack a book. <laughs> and Shen offers to help because he, one of the monks is a descendant of somebody who was descended from somebody who knows something about the terracotta warriors. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and uh, Peter's like, wait, can you also teach me some kung, some kung fu for, like, help with football? And he's mm -hmm. like, absolutely. I can teach you this move that translates to monkey jumps over wall. Then Grandma brings out dessert, which are mooncakes. Wendy has never seen them because Grandma hasn't made them since uh, Wendy's mom was little. Shen made them. Everyone loves them except Dad. He seems upset by something and, like, leaves the table. <laughs> Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And so we don't know what's up with that. Mm -hmm. I should also say during this dinner situation, you kind of see Wendy get, like, a tinge of jealousy. It looks like, you know, Shen's getting all this attention and, like, Shen is helping everybody in the family and Wendy's kind of like, ugh. She doesn't say anything, but you can she see it on our girls' She doesn't say anything, and it's a little confusing because then after dinner, the friends are on the phone and are like, we don't hear them, but they're clearly like turning on Shen. They're like, you know, people see her with you, see him with you, or aren't going to vote for you. And she's like, he's a nice guy, and all this stuff. So she's defending him still over on the friend side. Um, uh, but um, and meanwhile, Peter is practicing the monkey jumps over wall move to use in football, and like, <laughs> really seems to land really poorly i would have taken him to the hospital or something he lands like on his back like his back hits the corner of the table in a way that seemed very painful <laughs> um and i guess this phone call with her friends has inspired wendy because she's like peter you're driving us to the mall um he says he does he's like who said you could go shopping and she's like who said you could skip school to go surfing um so he agrees to drive them and shen is like how did you do that and she said it's an ancient American move called Monkey Jumps for Smarter Sister. Beautiful. <laughs> um, so they go to the mall and have a beautiful... Avery, what do we get? <laughs> we get a makeover montage. <laughs> we love a shopping montage. We, we're thriving. We're, we're seeing Shen in many, 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 many bad outfits. Almost all involving really hideous hats. I don't know why she thought a hat was necessary, but she yeah. kept trying fedoras. <laughs> and that's inspiring. <laughs> it wasn't working. Mm -hmm. None of the looks were working. We see a lot of bad looks. We haven't seen any that work yet when the montage ends. Um, meanwhile, mom finds dad eating the mooncake. <gasps> hey, you had some shit to say about that mooncake at dinner time. And he admits he didn't mean to react that way. It's actually delicious. He didn't mean to be rude. 
but he saw the mooncake and remembered being a boy and he felt guilty that he grew up turning his back on all of this. Um, I am now feeling some guilt. <laughs> Your host, Jahan Madani, is feeling some guilt. <laughs> Do oh, I have to teach my cats my culture? Um, <laughs> not the cats. Mom, who else? Who else? <laughs> and the mom is like, you know, you didn't do it alone. And the dad says, I want us to be a Chinese American family, which is exciting. Um, and then he he's like, in one night, this long lost cousin gives your mother a piece of the old country, gives Peter and you a football move, finds some missing pieces in your work and opens my eyes to something we've been missing. It's just a little sad because I don't think Wendy will get anything out of this. Oh, why are you going to call her out like that? All Peter's getting is a football move. <laughs> I know. Meanwhile, Wendy's out here passing world history midterms. Oh, dang. Dang. Back at school. We, we're, we're back at school. Mm-hmm. Austin is talking to Wendy and Austin says that people should, you know, we should avoid Shin because people are starting to talk. And Wendy's like, you kind of sound like a snob. But, you know, that doesn't matter now because who walks in the door, Shahan? It's Shen. And you know what? He's dreamy now. (laughs) I think, is it Lisa or Tori? I don't know. One of them goes, he went from monk to hunk. (laughs) And the other one says, does he know Tony and I are fighting a lot? (laughs) (laughs) These girls! (laughs) Um... And he's handing out vote for Wendy uh, posters, and it's he's he's a star. He is helping. Austin was wrong. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know, uh, Shen is honestly excited too. He's like, you know, I've never worn anything but that robe. He's eating cupcakes with Wendy after school, and he's she's like, yeah. He's like, it's you know, like the monks say, and he makes some like lo- a line about how the chameleon is stronger than the tiger or something. And Wendy's like, no, you did it for me. (laughs) Thank you. And he says, no, thank you. What is the name of this taste? A thousand lives, a thousand years. He claims to have never tried chocolate. I don't believe it. That seems highly unlikely to me. (laughs) 90 years ago, what was that? (laughs) He's definitely had some chocolate. He should. (laughs) Um, And he says, you know, I... I don't remember chocolate in any of my prior reincarnations. And she's like, so you remember every one of your lives? And they're doing some very, I do like how this flirting is so like history focused. <laughs> Cause he's like, not all Yin warriors are memorable. And she says, will I be? And he says, no. <laughs> and then they giggle, they giggle. <laughs> it's just does- so unfortunate that my girl Wendy had to start off her life saying that they were cousins. I know! Because they do have that chemistry. <laughs> yes! So it makes the flirting, like, weird. And we're gonna get to it in one of my favorite scenes in just a moment. But go ahead. <laughs> um, but he's like, you know, I remember your great-grandmother very well. And <laughs> he's like, you know, she she had a hard time with her battle with Yanlo. And... <laughs> Wendy goes, why? Was she weak? Why is that your immediate reaction? Why do you, were you like, oh, great grandma couldn't, couldn't cut it. And he's like, no, Yan Lo gets stronger and stronger every time, which is why you have to train much harder than any of your ancestors. 
And you also have to find a strength within that I can't teach you. Or this might be the end of you, me, and everything good. And Wendy's like, all right, let's talk about something else. Like she fully says, let's talk about something else. Um, and she's like, so tell me about your girlfriends. <laughs> and Shen is clearly so interested in the world outside being a monk, but I feel like they sometimes they forget that every other scene. But when they bring it up, it's, he'll just straight up say something like, "What's it like being in love?" <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. and Wendy says, "I don't know. I'll tell you when it happens." You and Austin are not in love. <laughs> and she says she and Austin look good together, and it'll probably help her be homecoming queen. But she's not in love with him. <gasps> And he's only in love with himself. (gasps) And Shen is like an illusion of the heart. And she's like, is that another ancient saying? And he says, no, that's a Shen saying. (laughs) Um, And Wendy is like, all right, you love chocolate so much. I'm going to pack up some cupcakes for you to take home to China after this battle. And he says, (laughs) tell me why he just drops this. He says, I will not be going home. My destiny is to perish in the battle. What? <laughs> Shen, what the fuck? <laughs> You've been holding he out says, on us. <laughs> my man says that he must sacrifice himself to save Wendy and that it's been this way for a thousand years. And Wendy says, well, that's a little harsh. Yes, no, no, it's exactly the right reaction. <laughs> I just love when they're like, all right, she's still, she's not just a teenager. She's a terrible teenager. Well, that's a little harsh. And he's like, it's all right. I got to be a real teenager for a while. And Wendy's (gasps) like, well, let's keep that train going. And she takes him to a party in his Mm -hmm. new cool fit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And a girl, (laughs) go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Uh, uh. A girl asks Shen to dance, and Wendy goes, oh, oh, we're kind of together. And the girl goes, but isn't that your cousin? And I'm like, girl, no, why did you have to lie and say he was your cousin? You needed to say he was a foreign exchange student or something. Hell. No, it would have been too easy. <laughs> anyway, he goes, Shen goes dancing with that girl, and you can tell my girl Wendy is just not happy. She's not happy. <laughs> She's spiraling. Meanwhile, Austin's there and was like, I thought we were wearing matching beach <gasps> shirts. <laughs> Austin says, hey, yo, you came late. You're not wearing the peach color shirt to match him. And Wendy's like, I've just been really busy with Shen. And, you know, Wendy comes to the realization and tells Austin, like, we're not compatible. And he's like, are you breaking up with me? And she was like, yeah. So they break up. They break up because she's like, we don't even need each other to win homecoming. She is still thinking about homecoming. It seems like she's not because she, she's thinking about Shen, but homecoming's still on her mind. Yeah. Shen is dancing and doing his own thing as the girl was like, do your own thing. And his own thing is doing a lot of jumps inspired by his kung fu moves. Mm-hmm. At the end of the dance, that hussy, just kidding, that lovely teen girl <laughs> who did nothing wrong. <laughs> sweet young girl kisses him on the cheek and the crowd goes wild and Wendy goes sad. (laughs) She stomps out of the party and it's one thing to stomp out of the party. Why does she tear off the medallion protecting her? 
Him dancing with another girl at a party you brought him to does not mean you still don't need the medallion on. And threw it in a chip bowl. What a mess! <laughs> Meanwhile, the spirit has taken over one of Tori or Lisa. It's Tori! It's Tori! It's Tori! <laughs> Oh, right, because she then says, hey, Tori, I know you think I'm crying, but I'm not. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. She is. <laughs> she is crying. Tori, she is. I know you're possessed, but help her. <laughs> um, we cut to Shen, who is saying this line, upsetting, certainly, but Yao Ming? Don't know him. Which temple is he from? Uh, what a throwback. What a, what a 2006 Houston throwback. Oh, yes, we are Houstonians here on the pod, even though... I know so little about, although I have gone to the, the Yao family restaurant as a child. Oh. Is, it still, is it still open? Let's worry about that later. <laughs> um, Wendy is going through it with possessed Tori. Before Shen came, all that mattered was becoming homecoming queen, but it's all different now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lisa needs a snack. <laughs> Lisa reaches into the chip bowl and says, what kind of a chip is this? <laughs> and Shen sees the medallion and is like, no. <laughs> he leaps over the pool, kicks the evil glowing green ball, which has shown up again because that uh, because Tori is sucking Wendy's life for She's frozen again. Uh-huh. And when he kicks the ball, Wendy comes back to her senses. And she kicks her friend's ass into the pool. But this girl, she kicks her. I don't know what kind of force she kicked the girl with, but she does like a dozen spins again, fully horizontal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She lands in the pool. The green glowing ball lands into the pool. The pool is like bubbling. And Peter's like, it's the world's biggest hot tub. I guess the brother's at this party too. And he jumps into the pool. Everyone jumps into the pool. Jessica decides to take a picture of Tori all be- like wet in her clothes for the yearbook. Um, and she is then possessed. And I did catch yeah. that one because that one's important. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the big one. Nemesis Jessica is now possessed by evil. Yes. And, you know, all of this has made Wendy realize, you know, I think it is time to continue my training. So <laughs> she and Shen, you know, walk out of this party being like, yeah, we got we got some work to do. And this montage, this training montage gets a little interesting mm-hmm. because cause Shen uses what are, I guess, what are they? They're, figurines? They're like yeah, figurines like, holding, yeah. Hold, they're like the animal figurines from the start. The, he brought them with him. They hold like a snake spirit, a crane spirit, a tiger spirit, and another yeah. spirit. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Leopard, but they like. Yes. And so Shen brings these out and it like, I guess, like summons his like monk teachers or like monk masters Mm -hmm. to help them train. He realizes that he's not going to get to Wendy this way. So he's like, hmm, I'm going to have like my monk masters inhabit like your teachers. Like it's best for you to learn from like (laughs) the people who teach you. Yes, and also because Wendy says she doesn't want to be seen fighting an old man in a park, which is interesting to me because what she'd rather do is fight her soccer coach, Coach Gibbs, in the park. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Even the monk in Coach Gibbs' form is like, yeah, we do have to try less conventional methods with this one. So to get her to learn her flexibility of the snake, 
they put her phone at the top of a pole and she does flips all the way up the pole to get herself. Um, I do kind of love these dramatic shots of the teachers we get throughout. Um, we're like, there's just these like Disney Channel character actors doing fake Kung Fu moves. It's dramatic. Mm. Um, one of them is there to teach her um, speed with soccer balls and says, you know, speed is relative. Slow them down with your mind. This this training montage gets a little wild <laughs> because we get the silliest sequence. Listen, I in my notes, I have training montage with teachers. <laughs> Help. Yeah, it's the silliest sequence in the world because once she goes super speed to stop the soccer balls, they're just zooming Brenda back and forth across the screen with these little CGI soccer balls. I don't... I could have moved her across the screen in PowerPoint like that. That's how it looked. <laughs> but we also see her like learning balance. She's balancing one-handed on top of the gazebo. Then every now and then they remember to write in a really like Brenda uh, line that Brenda's song is going to kill because they hand her a bamboo pole and she's like, are these tiki torches? Cool. Let me call my friends. We'll have a luau. <laughs> but then she's back to training. They're fighting with the poles and she has to fight the four teachers and Shen, who is the, he's the, the dragon. He is also one of the, the spirits training her. I also think it's so funny. Again, she doesn't want to be seen fighting one old man, but fighting five teachers in the park is fine. But eventually she gets knocked down. And this time when she gets up, she is ready to, she's ready to get going. She's ready to put everything she's learned into one to take them on. She is a warrior. And when she defeats them, she's like, Shen, I felt it. And he's like, now you are a yin warrior. And she's like, come on, Shen, let's celebrate with your first cappuccino. <laughs> Meanwhile, huge news as they have their cappuccinos, she gets a call. Lisa and Tori have called to say that she's one homecoming queen. Yo. Yeah, I forget which one of them is on the committee. I forget. But one of them is on the committee and already did the count of the votes. And they're calling to let her know in advance that she's won. She's very excited. Very thrilled. Of course, this is everything her life has culminated in. And she's like, okay, Shen, why don't you be my date? Because he's your cousin. <laughs> your fake cousin. But Listen. that's not why he says no. He says, sorry, I can't go. Because we learn this whole time the big battle has been the same night as homecoming and he hasn't been telling her this shit. He didn't tell her. Cause he was like, she was like, oh, like when is this happening? He's like, oh, the the autumn moon is happening. And she's like, in a few months, in a few weeks. And he's like, well, and then he's like, in a few days. Well, tomorrow, the day of homecoming. This is such a betrayal. He knew and she's like, why didn't you tell me? He says, I was afraid you wouldn't train. And she's like, you lied to me. And he says, monks don't lie. And she says, no, they just don't tell the truth. Oh, what? damn. <laughs> and then she does say, well, is there anything else you're hiding from me? And then she just turns around and walks away. She doesn't wait for him to say anything. <laughs> My girl's too heated. She's too upset. Meanwhile, Jessica. This <laughs> In all caps, I have girl. Jessica is possessed. <laughs> But she still got dressed for homecoming. She's been possessed for days, but somehow it still was like time to put on this beautiful dress. I'd say best dress in the movie. 
Jessica looks incredible. She's mm-hmm. in a villainous color. It's like a black midnight bluey situation. Mm-hmm. Um, as <laughs> as Jan, uh, Jan Lowe has possessed her, she's teleported to the museum. And she opens her mouth and roars. And it's so fucking funny. For like most of the rest of the movie, every time Jan Lowe speaks, Jessica is moving her mouth and this terrible demon voice is coming out. Yep. And it's incredible. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she has come to the museum and awakened the terracotta soldiers. Wendy, meanwhile, back at home, Wendy's getting ready for homecoming. And Grandma asks her, what is she wearing? Uh, that's not what you wear for a battle. <laughs> yeah. Grandma had a whole outfit ready and set up. I found and... my mother's robe. <laughs> yes. And Wendy's like, I didn't ask for this. You know, I just want to go to homecoming and all this other stuff. And grandma is guilt tripping her hard because she's like, you know, I've always agreed. Like, I've always gone along with your decisions. Like, it's your choice. You know, she does that. You're my grand. You're my granddaughter. No matter what you do. And Wendy's like, I hate when she does this. (laughs) Um, But as she said, she says being homecoming queen is all I've ever wanted. Uh, and then she has her own little like talking to herself moment where she's like, battle evil on the most important day of my life? Get real. <laughs> so what if evil takes over the world's already evil? Preach. <laughs> it's my crown and I'm going to wear it tonight. Evil can wait. Shen is taking on Yan Lo alone because his yin warrior has betrayed him. And he's immediately getting his ass kicked. And Wendy is, like, taking her little homecoming pictures. Her parents are so thrilled. They're going to come to halftime to, like, see her get crowned. But there's someone at the door, and she's like, it's the girls. And she goes, it's not the girls. It's her teachers still possessed by the monks. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're like, your hour of destiny has arrived. (laughs) And she's like, I really appreciate all the cool kung fu training. But I've got my own appointment with destiny. Tell Shen I'm sorry. Maybe next time. There won't be a next time. She knows he's supposed to die. <laughs> She's, they're like, he's gone to battle. And she says, alone? What did she think he was going to do? Mm, mm, mm. Um, also, Wendy is in a gorgeous pink and orange number. Okay, it's dramatic. Okay. It's homecoming. It is less good to me than Jessica's evil dress, but uh, <laughs> that's just okay. a personal preference. I do really love that like at its core, Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior is a movie where we get to watch um, <laughs> Brenda Song fight in this gorgeous dress. So she is like, fine, if Shen's in trouble, I'll go. She goes to the museum, sees that it's Jessica, and she says, Jessica, why, aren't you, why didn't you guys tell me it was her? I would have been here yesterday. Great line. Great delivery. Incredible. <laughs> Brenda is at her best when she does shit like that. Anyway, I do think this fight is badass. Wendy is in her bright pink and orange dress fighting her teenage nemesis. I love this shit. I am living for it. But tell me why. She gets knocked down mid-fight. Grandma is in the middle of the battlefield with her outfit change. (laughs) I know. I was like, why is Grandma in the middle of this fight? Which, you know, teachers are fighting the terracotta soldiers. Wendy's fighting Jessica. But I'm like, Grandma, why did you show up out of nowhere? What? Now is not the time. I think she was fighting fine in the dress. I thought it looked cool as hell. We got a bunch more of those spinny moments, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. The, whoever was in charge of stunts or effects was like, I, I got something I got something good, and I think we should do it. 
And suddenly we turn around and Wendy is immediately in the robe. The monks are all winning their battles. Meanwhile, I'm like, this museum is so fucked. Whatever the mom has been working on is done for, but it's fine because it can't have been that good because she didn't know shit about it. Meanwhile, Grandma stays and is just spectating as Wendy fights. This is a fight for the fate of the world and Grandma is just here like, whoa. <laughs> uh, Wendy is using all the moves everyone taught her. You know, she balances on one hand. Her hair looks incredible. She got it ready for homecoming and for battle. Okay. And she ends the battle with this big, um, for the Dragon Ball Z fans, Kamehameha type move where she like gathers golden energy in her hand and shoots shoots the demon, the evil spirit out of Jessica. Nobody told us she got glowy gold powers. Where the fuck did that come from? It just happened to conveniently come at this time, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Uh, Jessica wakes up confused, and Wendy's like, you're late for homecoming, girl. (laughs) Um, And she's like, well, everyone voted you queen. And she's like, I've been thinking that there are things that are more important to me now. Is the battle over, Avery? Is the day done? No, no. (laughs) Because Jessica leaves to go to homecoming to go get her crown. But Yon Lo manages to put himself back together again. Ooh, very Humpty Dumpty, go off. Yeah. No, he did what Humpty Dumpty couldn't. (laughs) And then Shin was like, stop, I gotta pause for a laugh break. Help. (laughs) Oh my lord. (laughs) And then Shin says he was wondering why he survived this time. But, and this is the first time that Yan Lo has shown up in person. So this entire time it's been like the spirit, but this is the first time that he's shown up in person. Yan Lo grabs Shen and Shen is like, and Wendy's like, no. And Shen's like, it's destiny. But Wendy says she is not going to let her man perish. Wait, Yan wait, Lo I have a question. He says it's destiny. You have to let me go. I know you have to sacrifice yourself according to destiny, but you don't have to mean she doesn't like, that doesn't mean nobody tries. That doesn't mean the I bad know. guy just kills you. I presume it meant he like took a bullet for her. Not that he would be like, just grabbed. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And Wendy, yes, says, I am not going to lose my man, like you said, but she says, specifically, Grandma, I'm losing Shen. What do I do? Grandma, why are you asking Grandma? She's not supposed to be here. And Grandma says, everything you have learned. That's not advice, girl. (laughs) I was so mad at Grandma. Wendy starts floating in gold light. Wendy does do everything she has learned. And I would argue some things we did not see her learn because suddenly she's floating in gold light and shoots another bigger gold beam at Yanlo. And I don't know, disintegrates. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. she catches Shen, which is very, um, he's the damsel in distress. You know, we love that shit over here. I don't it, oh. She wins the battle. That one. No! She... <laughs> uh, Wendy has the bachelor power. So she, breaks Shen, she breaks Shen right. back to life. And together, they do a power kick. Right, right, right. And defeat Yan Lo. And you, Wendy... you are right. I do have that in my notes. I really <laughs> skipped over that part. Because, like, Yan Lo is like... At least the day, at last the days of doom become destiny. And she's like, no, I won't let Shen die. This is not destiny. Uh-huh. And I was like, 
She's she can reanimate the dead. <laughs> Listen Just, again. Who taught her that? Which of the animals was in charge of reanimating the dead? I don't know. But all we know is that they power kick, they defeat Yanlo, Wendy has changed the destiny. Yanlo has been destroyed, <laughs> not just for this time, but forever. Forever. But when Shen like is like, I'm alive, he's like, you changed destiny. And she's like, I know, are you mad? And it's one of my favorite lines. Her immediate reaction is like, should I, should I have not done that? <laughs> um, but yes, she, the legend is over. Yeah. How? And I, you're asking how, I'm asking how. This is what they say. By something mightier than we anything we could ever teach a yin warrior. True sacrifice for the world and a friend. Is the true sacrifice being homecoming queen? What else did she sacrifice? I don't know. All this while, <laughs> Shen has been sacrificing himself for the past thousand years. And that no, no, no. Enough. But this time, this warrior... You're telling me none of the other thousand warriors sacrificed something bigger than homecoming? Um, And Shen's like, so, yo, what does this mean for me? And they're like, this is your last life. Live it well. (laughs) (laughs) Which means, Avery, Shen gets to stay, but he's still her cousin. (laughs) I know. Okay, wait. This is literally what I have in my notes. Well, baby, now I'm confused because how is shit supposed to get with Whitney, Wendy, if he says he's her cousin this whole time? Help! <laughs> this whole school is just going to be like, our homecoming queen has a real thing for her cousin. <laughs> That's just how we do it in Fair Springs, California, baby. <laughs> oh, um, no. Grandma sweeps the, the teachers are uh, finally released from possession by the monks and are like, yo, what the fuck? Why are we at the... Why are we at the museum? Me, I want to know who's chaperoning the school dance if every teacher we've seen is at this museum. And Grandma's like, I'm taking you all home for mooncakes. And Shen and Wendy are like, we're going to go for cappuccinos. The movie ends there because they don't want us to think too hard about them being fake cousins. <laughs> yeah. The end. The, grand- the grandparents and teachers go one way and Wendy's like, let's go this way. And they go running away. <laughs> together it's beautiful all right so we're still talking wendy we wendy we so we're still talking wendy woo avery and i have taken a couple of days off of talking wendy woo because we i had somewhere to be but we're back we've just finished discussing the movie avery how are you feeling you know brenda song is an icon every Mm -hmm. time i watch a film of hers i Mm -hmm. am reminded how much she is underused and undervalued where are her residuals i want to know well i do believe she's getting residuals there have to be good residuals from (laughs) from the sweet life (laughs) but um right surely but no you're right it's interesting to see what she's worked on and where she it's always a surprise when she shows up which is a bummer but also like a delight like it's like it shouldn't be that surprising to see her working but it's always an incredible delight like i remember Mm -hmm. like when she showed up in a social network i was truly like i remember at the time she hadn't been gone for long then because the sweet life on deck was still on i think or had just ended but i was like oh my god (laughs) our girl in a prestige movie which is what she deserves 
It's what she did. Yeah. And she's also, like, memorably very good and funny in that movie. Yes. When she, like, burns <laughs> Andrew Garfield's, like, scarf or something Dear like Miss. that. It was great. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> It was great. Right. And it's like, yeah, okay, so we've seen that she can do prestige, which we knew. We knew. If you'd asked us, we'd have told you. But she's not mm-hmm. getting, um, this is not shade to Kiki Palmer, who I think also deserves, listen, if you listen to the pod, you already know I think Kiki deserves everything she's gotten and the more in the entire world. But, you know, Kiki is showing up in prestige films. She is getting those roles in Hustlers and Nope and also her talk shows and also releasing music and anything Kiki sets her mind to (laughs) Kiki does and I don't feel that way about Brenda who I also love very very deeply do you remember I think she had talked about a couple years ago when she talked about auditioning for Crazy Rich Asians and they said that she wasn't Asian enough or something like that they said something wild and I was like what the hell (laughs) And I, it's weird because I do remember the director also being like, I didn't hear Brenda auditioned or something. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> well, why didn't you ask her? <laughs> why didn't everybody ask her? She's an icon and she should be in everything. Especially, where is she at? She is being a mother. She's now a mother. She and Macaulay Culkin have a child. I thought they have two children or one child. Adam is telling us she has two kids. My God. A mother of two. Her brother-in-law is busy changing lives on Succession, a show I don't watch. (laughs) I I want more for Brenda, but also she is working. She was in Amphibia, that Disney... uh, I think I've mentioned this every time she's come up in the past few episodes, but she was in a Disney Channel animated show that was nominated against Karma's World, the show I worked on for an Emmy. We both lost, so I can still hold Brenda and her team in high esteem. Just kidding. I would have been happy to lose to you, Brenda. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk a little bit about some of the other people in the cast, because I recognize some faces here. Ooh. Uh, First, being that of Wendy Wu's brother, Peter Wu, is Justin Chan. And how do you know Justin Chong? May I ask? He plays Eric in Twilight. Oh, I didn't put that together at all. Oh, I immediately went, when I saw his face, I was like, oh, I know him from something. You know, I, like I, don't, do, that I don't do Twilight rewatches, which is my fault. That's my failing. That's a delight. Wow. Yeah. But he's also gone to do like a lot of like, comedy things for sure he owns a chain of clothing stores in california he's an entrepreneur he's a businessman yeah but he also does a lot of like comedy things which i think is cool shen uh played by shin koyamada i don't know that i've seen him in anything else but i do know that he was everywhere on those like Disney Channel between between episode between commercial little sh- things at the time. Do you remember that? I do. I do also think that he was in the Disney Channel Summer Games. He was I absolutely in that. the Disney Channel Games. 
like three years in a row. So he was always on Disney Channel, even if you weren't watching him in something. And he was in one of those past the plates, I think. Yeah. So his face was always on Disney Channel. You could not get away from him, but not. Why would you want to? He's beautiful. Um, what I, I didn't know about when I was doing research is that he is big into martial arts. So he did a lot of stuff on like Power Rangers. I also, his like movie debut was The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. And then I saw that in 2016, because I read the wiki. In 2016, he was appointed as Tokyo 2020 Summer Olympic Games Karate Ambassador. Like, he's pretty legit. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. It's funny because this is like a big Asian movie for Disney Channel. Brenda Song is Thai American, I believe. Thai and Hmong, which is a Chinese community. Uh, but then he is Japanese. This is a beautiful, um, gorgeous model United Nations cast. Um, yeah. That has. <laughs> but it is specifically about Chinese culture and Chinese American culture, but also not. <laughs> it is very interesting that, like, yes, Disney Channel did put an, put effort into this Chinese American story. Um, they really went with the young actors they could find, I guess. Yeah, you said, yeah, yeah. That, it is super interesting that they have a Korean actor, a Japanese American actor, and a Thai American actor in those three lead roles. Some food for thought. <laughs> I don't think. Casting is much better at that now, honestly. It's better in, like, I think... Sorry, there's a fly in my home if you hear a buzz, listeners. But, um... It flew right by the mic. I didn't want to be rude. Uh, oh, my word. <laughs> but it's it's much better in terms of, I think, like... If you're casting, like, a, a big screen movie. But I don't know about, like, TV. Especially, like, I don't know if they're, they're doing much there all right anybody else in the cast you recognize i didn't recognize anyone else to be honest i would say the grandma sai chin chinese actress singer director teacher and author whoa is um famous for her role in the film the joy luck club which i know is (gasps) iconic but i have not seen it's uh, in my queue. It's probably in mine as well. We're late. We're decades late, but we're getting there. She, I think, is a very big deal. Um, specifically as a Chinese performer. Um, but she's done a ton. She was in two Bond films. 39 years apart. Whoa. Because she was a Bond girl in You Only Live Twice. And then she was also in Casino Royale. Whoa, that's cool. She's a badass. Also, apparently, I just saw this now. Went to Tufts University, like one of our hosts. Hey. Me. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say the not me. <laughs> <laughs> she was in Shang-Chi. She's busy. She stays very booked. She's 89 years old. Whoa. She said, gotta keep working. I guess she hasn't done anything since Shang-Chi, but that's because that was released in 2021 and we had a pandemic probably, and also she's 89. 
Yeah. Let the woman rest, Shahan. Gosh. I want her to rest. I'm saying it's concerning that she's done so much. <laughs> oh, man. She's all over the place. She has a voice in Titan AE. I love Titan AE. She's just credited as old woman. <laughs> okay. She's in Now You See you know- Me Too. Honestly, everything I'm saying, I'm saying because I'm picking the things I love out of her. Oh, her okay. Because she's in a lot of stuff. She's pretty amazing. That's our uh, Debbie Reynolds for this movie, right? Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. The star. For sure. I love when they find a star to bring to to bring to bring decom town. Yeah. Oh, wait. Interesting. So she's... Uh, Credited in an episode of Grey's Anatomy. One moment. I have to do some research. Yes. Okay. So she's cre- she's in Grey's Anatomy playing Christina's mom. You know who Christina Yang is? Sandra O's oh character. She plays Sandra's character's mom. Isn't that exciting? Our girl. Vice Principal Gupta. I know. But I'm talking about Sandra Oh. I'm. I know. She's queen. Yeah, that's all I needed from you. (laughs) I'm here (laughs) doing a song and dance for no one. (laughs) Um, Listeners, I have just been marching in the rain for three hours. This is not me showing off. This is me explaining my energy. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) We've talked about the movie. We've talked cast. Mm-hmm. I think it's time to take it to Adam live in a new location, Los Angeles, California. Wow. Coming to us from the West Coast, hours away from us, both in distance and time zone. How does it feel for it to be 4.56 p.m. for you, Adam? It is 4.56 p.m., and 96 degrees, which is probably why my internet just died on me a few minutes ago and oh, then no. came back up. <laughs> um, we're, you know, we're live in Hollywood. We're right by the Television Academy. Uh, so, you know, just call me famous now. Uh, that being said, I have to read some reviews from online internet people. Ah, our friends. The online internet people. <laughs> of course, of course. Whether they are on threads uh, Twitter uh, slash X or be real. We're all here. Uh, it is hot outside. <laughs> okay. So Adam's so. overheating. I'm waterlogged. <laughs> Avery, are you well? <laughs> I'm chilling. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on. I really, I want to confirm this because it's, it's like this is the peak. Okay, it's 95. It's 90. 90 95 degrees that's not right all right um that being said this movie was insane uh lots of holy craps and woes came out of my mouth during this movie um and as uh, a lot of other people i'm sure uh, i have three reviews here two very short ones and one long one uh, so this first one, th- these are all from like 2006 to 2008. These are some old reviews for this movie. Um, this fourth one ranked it as the fourth greatest movie of all time. <laughs> so throw your predictions in now. Only behind Holes, 2003. Scooby Doo, <laughs> Scooby Doo meets Batman. Uh, Batman and Robin. Scooby Doo meets Batman and Robin. 
and Rango 2011. So I guess this is from 2012. But they have taste. <laughs> they have taste. <laughs> they had me with the holes, and right. then they lost me on the other ones. But holes, iconic. Like no holes. Yes. Is a great film. I think uh, Scooby Doo meets Batman does feature Casey Kasem, Shaggy, and Adam West Batman. So I I, I might have to give it up to that. But uh, Rango, I actually did not see, so I can't vouch for Rango. I saw Rango. I think I enjoyed it at the time. Don't remember a single minute of it. So I, it's not your number one favorite movie of all time, no. it seems. I would hope no Johnny Depp films would make it on the list. Uh, uh, this second one just says, I had to Google this movie to make sure it was a real memory and not just a weird fever dream. Which <laughs> I can see, uh, especially being ranked amongst the likes of Rango. Uh, okay, and this one was presumably a teenage kid at the time uh, from 2006. Title is Love It, 8 out of 10 stars on IMDb. Um, and unless I otherwise have a different inflection, all of these sentences end with at least two or three exclamation marks. This movie is great. Every time I start watching it, I have to see it all. I don't know much about Chinese culture, but from what I learned here, it makes me more intrigued. It was about time Brenda Song got her own movie because she is far more talented and pretty than the other actresses out there. <gasps> it was pure entertainment and I just love those fighting scenes. That was the most exclamation marks. I want to kick butt like Wendy Wu. The story in itself is original and the chemistry between Wendy and Shen is seen as soon as they become friends. Love how it unfolds. That's a period. So it's for kids, so what? I like it, and I'm sure my mom would find it funny. It's about time Disney showed somebody else's point of view instead of the Caucasian in America. With Gotta Kick It Up, they showed the Latinos in the San Fernando Valley, and that was as good as it got. Don't expect Disney to show the whole culture, but just a little touch of it is lovely, just like in this tight movie. And that made me laugh when I read it very hard. <laughs> The reference to the San Fernando Valley of which I now reside, the uh, saying this is as good as it's going to get for cultural representation, uh, <laughs> and the Caucasian, in, what, what was it? <laughs> Instead of the Caucasian in America. <laughs> those are some of my favorites. Those were, those I think are really good. Beautiful. All right. Thank you for your time, everyone. <laughs> I'm going to go back to drinking some water it is it is 95 degrees here it's please hydrate cool <laughs> adam we're I, got worried. I got my bottle right here i got my bottle here we go i mean i will have to say that wendy Wu was a big deal when it came out mm -hmm. this movie which by the way i didn't do my fun facts uh seven i'm sorry 5.7 million viewers tuned in on the night of the premiere making it the fifth highest viewed decom of all time oh my god still i don't know maybe at the, no, at, the time, at the time at the time at the time at the time that's still time. huge because i was gonna say it's not yeah. like they get very many viewers anymore anyway but okay. yeah also fun fact this movie was filmed in new zealand oh. which makes sense to me because i don't know if you noticed but the girl that asked shen to dance at the thing at the party she kind of had a bit of an accent and i was like I noticed she had a bit of an accent. I was like, are we saying there's a like 
I was like, oh, uh, not an exchange student, but I was like, she's from somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then apparently the, sh- the movie was so popular that they were going to make a sequel, but then they decided not to make the sequel, which breaks my heart. That does break my heart. You know what I'd like to talk about? And I think I should have said this when we were talking about talking about our girl, Brenda. This movie was supposed to be about a boy named Kenny Lou. What? Yes. <laughs> it was always planned to be a comedy, but the directors were having trouble finding a suitable actor with both the comedic presence and Taekwondo ability to play the main character. Whoa. Brenda was supposed to play the monk's role. She was supposed to be the Shen character. What? And then they started training her in martial arts and realized that she should be Kenny Liu. And they switched things around and offered her the lead because she had the perfect combination of wit and martial arts. And I am quoting one of the film's directors, Lydia Cook. Um, wow. She had to, This there's more. This paragraph I've just found is one of the greatest things I've ever read. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm ready. Because in addition to it initially being Kenny Liu, and of course they saw she had the, the versatility, she had the comedy, she had the chops, which we've been saying for years, but also they, I guess, cast her before we said all of that. Um, she had to break a brick with her hand in a screen test before landing the role. What? Isn't that fucking crazy? <laughs> It just goes to show, you know, she is our girl. Because there's, people were always, she never let herself be typecast as anything. Because remember, I think we've talked previously about how London Tipton was like, they kind of flipped it on its head by having it be, we are going to mention some very big stereotypes, but like the smart blonde and the the dumb Asian heiress, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which Mm -hmm. was very fun. but she didn't just become London Tipton after becoming London Tipton. She was also Wendy Wu. She's an icon. She's a hero. She's better than any other boy they tried to cast in the role. And that's beautiful to me. Love that. Love that. I think the only Brenda Song decom that we haven't done yet is Get a Clue. I think we've done them all. No, we're running out of Brenda. Bring her back. Bring her back so we have more. She trained for more than two weeks, 16 hours each day. I would end my life. <laughs> so she, they were putting her through it. Like, we always talk about how bad it is as a child actor. Like, you're working as a kid. Nobody's taking care of you, whatever. To add on top of that 16 hours of working out, I'm always delighted to get a Brenda Song movie. I would understand if we never got one. Like, if we, if we, it would be okay if we had never gotten any, if it meant she could have a child. <laughs> Song commuted during film breaks to film the second season of The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. This poor child. She was taking, they were like, Our, wait, how was she commuting during film breaks? From New Zealand to the LA? Where? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they said, get her on a jet pronto. But I do think that some of it, some I of think it was, some of it was also in. filmed in California. But you're like, right, a lot you're right. Was... That makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of it was, I mean, filmed in New Zealand. You so, know what yeah. I just thought of? And it's just a, a thought that I was thinking about how, like, I really like Only Murders in, in the Building. I love that Selena Gomez has this grown-up comedy. Like, this, like, and we've seen many of our girls go on to such things, like Hillary with Younger and now How I Met Your Father. And I, we've seen Brenda Song do some stuff like that. She was in, what was that show called? 
with Kat Denning. Oh, 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 oh. Wait. Doll, I, doll I really liked it. Doll, doll face. Doll face. Right. And mm-hmm. so she's didn't, done that, but it just like, she could do only murders in the building. I truly believe that. Like, I just like imagined her as like the third investi- like investigative like podcaster. And I would have believed her in that lead role. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying is casting directors, don't wait for me to tell you. Johan Manifest, Johan Manifest, Johan Manifest. Oh yes, Johan Effect, Johan Effect, Johan Effect. We use it on Brenda every other episode. I feel like if it's not working, my powers are failing. What do you think is the takeaway of this film, Johan? Me? You're asking me? I'm asking you. All right, let me think. Sorry, I just saw that the reason the, the sequel would have been based off Jan Lowe continuing to be possessing the family dog Cupcake, which was in an alternate ending on the DVD. I mean, I'm kind of glad we didn't have a sequel because we would have had to explain Wendy Wu and Shen still being cousins <laughs> and not being able the, to yeah, <laughs> Canceled because of that. Also, the soundtrack included a song by our number one boy, Drew Seeley. <laughs> Wait, was it during the montage when they went to the mall? Because I was like, that does sound familiar. That voice sounds familiar. <laughs> um, was that keeping it? I don't know. I know. Because uh, there's there's four songs on, listed on the soundtrack, and one is an Orlando Brown song. Um, what is the takeaway you were saying? Sorry, I got distracted. Yes. All right. There's nothing more important than the homecoming dance, and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Popularity is everything. The wealth and riches that will come from your classmates seeing you as royalty. <laughs> Did I get this one wrong? Avery, I've taken her words by being too right, I imagine. <laughs> oh, help. <laughs> Takeaway of this film. It's interesting because they they clearly want to say some sort of message about not putting your culture to the side um, wh- when you immigrate or when you start a family in the U.S. or like as you're like generations removed. But they don't really like, I don't think they push that that hard. It's like a little bit of a side plot with the parents. But like Wendy's not really learning about prioritizing her culture. She's learning about deprioritizing homecoming. Yeah, or... Or this idea of like sacrificing that like sometimes you have to like not be so self-centered and think about yourself. I think, right, I I get that. You're right. I think you're right. There is that message of not everything needs to be about you and you can think about other people. But it is very weird that that sacrifice that is the most important one any of the warriors have ever made is her sacrificing homecoming queen. (laughs) Agreed, agreed, agreed. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I think it's their take on like, you know, every decom tries to do this about, you know, a girl who like doesn't know their heritage all that well and having to embrace it and learning from other people. We saw that in Rip Girls. We saw it in, uh, I'm bl- well, we didn't see it in, in, in Spin because my girl was in it. We saw but it in Luck of the Irish where that poor little white did. boy couldn't embrace being Irish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because he did not know he was Irish because his parents were hiding it. My family's from Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But I, I definitely think, you know, every once in a while, you know, Disney Channel wants to do a heritage movie. And this was theirs for Asian American culture. It's so funny because you really have to say Asian American culture because it's for Chinese American culture. But the cast is, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, as we said, a whole United Nations of Asian American ethnicities and Asian Correct. ethnicities. But, um... Yeah. And I I just think that it's wild that we won't get another like movie with like a Asian female lead until Spin. And like is that so? I think I think so. Or maybe are we counting High School Musical with an I don't know. She's not really the lead. She's the romantic lead. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we don't get a movie like this again wow. until 2021, 2022. That's wild. Yeah. What I'm saying is, Dizzy, it's too few and far between. We would love to see more. Yes, we would love to see more. We will also write one after the strike. Or don't you worry. Yeah. We'll write one for after you give everybody a fair contract. Give us one. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. To write you. Alright. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. I love Wendy Wu. I love when they, you know, I love the moment where you have her doing her martial arts moves in a big homecoming dress. I think when you lean into the, like, the high level con- the, like, just like big umbrella concept of something like this, you can have so much fun. And they did. I think Wendy Wu is a good film. Not my favorite decom, but a classic. Yes, it's not my favorite either, and it's certainly not my favorite Brenda Song decom. Correct. But, yeah. God, how could it be with Get a Clue and Stuck in the Suburbs? And, okay, it's my, that's it, I'll say it. Other than The Sweet Life, it's probably my least favorite Brenda Song decom, which is pretty wild. Yeah. But it's because all of her other decoms are incredible and some of the best. She's the best in the game, some of the best to ever do it, you know? So how could I, to besmirch Wendy Wu feels disrespectful, but really I'm saying how lucky we are. (laughs) Disney Channel Executive Vice President Gary Marsh called the film Buffy the Vampire Slayer meets Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and said of Brenda Song, she's incredibly talented, she's smart. She adds diversity to our network and she's a real kid. You said, you said that part? Sir, sir, put the mic down. You should not be <laughs> saying these things aloud. <laughs> uh, maybe in 2005, he was like, yeah, this is this is a really good call. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, wrap it up then. This has been From A to Xenon. You can find our podcast at From A to Xenon on Twitter. You can X now, apparently. Oh, yes. On X. But it happens so fast, too. I always think these things are just people's ideas and they're not going to come to fruition. But I guess when you have billions and billions of dollars, they can. Um, You can. You know what's interesting? Perhaps people have crushes not dissimilar from how Wendy Wu felt about her fake cousin. (laughs) And the monk. (laughs) 
if she had a crush on him and she wanted us to know about it, she could email supernovagirls2049 at gmail.com. Wendy, oh, email no. us. Listeners, do you have a crush you want us to talk about? Email us. I did have somebody tell me that like they were waiting to have a crush to email us. Email us a lie. I don't care. I want drama. I want gossip. Listen, I have been saying this for the past several years. We are in a time of crisis for crushes. Like, crushes are about to, they're endangered. They're about to go extinct. It's really hard to find a real life crush in the world these days. I just don't know. I get it, people. But also, email us. Yes, they're endangered, but you should lift the spirits of those around you by sharing yours. You could kickstart something special. You could boost morale. You can follow Adam at the podcast Adam across all platforms. And you can follow Avery at... Avery? Oh, sorry. I was checking the email to see if we potentially got an email and we did it. <laughs> but every day, each and every one of you listeners disappoints me. Sorry, Avery, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, but you can find me at Kabil says 36. <laughs> How do we do this for 40 minutes? <laughs> we said we'd take 20. <laughs> Help. All right. That's it. 